B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. All the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 623. Some showers and storms today. Same old, same old. 82 for a high. What's going on, Kara? Would you enjoy having your adult beverages delivered to your house? Like, go ahead and add that case of White Claw to the grocery order, babe. Drex, would you pay the extra money to have the White Claws delivered to your house? Heck no. Stupid question. <gasps> I, 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 so you can't, as of right now, if you tried to order a six-pack of beer, nope. from you, you cannot get delivered. Can't do it. Okay. So Georgia lawmakers are actually looking to make it legal for restaurants, grocery stores, and liquor stores to deliver directly to customers' homes. Apparently, they've been working on this bill before the pandemic hit, but with so many businesses kind of depending on these alcohol sales to stay afloat, like restaurants, they it's really for the small businesses. So owner of Red's Beer Garden told Channel 2 Action News that this could actually save a lot of restaurants. People are not wanting to go out and dine in at the same extent that they were when we even opened in January. So it would really help the sustainability of restaurants all throughout the state of Georgia. How are they going to police this? Because I think of a 16-year-old version of myself. (laughs) Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry. So they said that it would have to be delivered directly to the person who owns the house. So they have some kind of one-on-one, like, make sure that this person is able to purchase alcohol. That's why it's kind of a sticky situation, and they're still working on it. It's just a bill, you know, and I'm sure it'll take a while for it to happen. I would glue facial hair onto my face. Oh, my gosh. Get I'm the sure. funny little glasses with the nose. You didn't have that facial hair when you were 16? Because your beard is, is, is thick and robust. Thank you. I imagine oh, you were somebody that had no problems, because <laughs> I haven't hit puberty yet. I can't grow facial hair. Um, back in the day, it was very patchy. I looked okay. like the Canary Islands. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get a good feeling. So for three months now, live music venues have been shut down, leaving bands with no place to play. But that didn't seem to stop the Ormwood Park-based Mermaid Motor Lounge. So when all of their gigs started getting canceled, they actually went and borrowed a boat, a trailer, and a generator and hit the streets. Jumped in the back of the boat, played some live music, and ran through a couple of neighborhoods. So band leader Josh Orwin says they've had a great reaction so far. And even when things get back to normal, I think they plan on continuing to do this. It's like, oh my God, there's a band on a boat here. Look at this. And it's just enough to distract people from what is actually going on. What kinds of songs are they playing? and People Magazine call her to see what's happening. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Good morning, April and Conyers. How are you? Do you really care? <laughs> I do. I do. Yes, I do. Only losers do. would care. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm wonderful, April. Thanks for asking. Why don't you kick Kara out of the studio for us? Get out. See ya, April. Good luck. All right. She gone. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. Answer more right than Kara. She'll pay you $100 of her money. Are you ready? I am ready. Question number one. Guy who invented the upside down ketchup bottle sold it to Heinz for $13 million in 1995. What is the main ingredient in ketchup? Tomatoes. Number two. New survey says 52% of people have faked a sick day 
The most popular sick day isn't Friday, but it is this day. Monday. Number three, Martha Stewart is getting her own show on HGTV where she's going to bring fans to her New York estate. What does HGTV stand for? Oh, wow. Um, Hot Girls Television. I don't know. <laughs> Number four, 66-year-old Dennis Quaid quietly married his 27-year-old girlfriend earlier this month. Uh, he was married to what Sleepless in Seattle actress previously? Meg Ryan. Number five, Gone with the Wind is back on HBO Max. What war is the movie based around? Gone with the Wind. Uh, uh, Cold War? No, no. The Cold War? Pretty... I knew that. I know this, and I know you can't it's get old. it. It's old. It's old. We're bringing Karen. Uh, April and Conyers with tough questions this morning. You did fantastic. You got wow. three right, and Kara has gotten beat before with just three answers. So it could happen. Yeah. Are you ready for the same questions, Kara? I'm ready. Number one, the guy who invented the upside down ketchup bottle sold it to Heinz for thirteen million dollars in 1995. What's the main ingredient in ketchup? Tomatoes. That's what April said. One to one. Why is that? A question. What is because it? the uh, like the pop culture news is very slim pickings today. Okay. There's just not a lot going on. Okay. I wasn't sure. Uh, number two, a new survey said 52% of people have faked a sick day. The most popular sick day isn't actually Friday, but instead it's this day. Oh, Monday. Nobody likes a Monday. 52% of people admit they faked a sick day. The other 48% lied. Ha. Uh, all right, two to two. That's what April said. Number three, Martha Stewart's getting around show on HGTV where she's going to bring fans to her New York estate. What does HGTV stand for? Home and Garden Television. April said Hot Girls Television. Almost gave it to her. Uh, Kara's up three to two. Number four, 66-year-old Dennis Quaid quietly married his 27-year-old girlfriend earlier this month. Listen, nobody's judging. He was married to what sleepless in Seattle actress? Meg Ryan. That's what April said as well. Kara, you're up four to three, though. It's like crazy when, when your wife was born... You were retiring. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, number five, Gone with the Wind is back on HBO Max. What war is the movie based around? The Civil War. Uh, April said Cold War, World War One. That was the right answer, Kara. All right, final score is five to three. April and Conyers, are you smarter than Kara? Apparently, I am not. <laughs> Pick that no. 805 wins and 28 losses, Kara. Ooh, ooh. Sorry, April. That's okay. That's okay. I'm going to take it like a woman. I'll just go watch some hot girls. <laughs> I'll go watch some hot girls. <laughs> I'm with you, April. <laughs> the 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. So when Dennis Quaid's wife, who he quietly married, was born, Dennis Quaid was actually only 39 years old. <laughs> Wow. 39-year <laughs> age difference. Well, age ain't nothing but a number. And then right. I want to ask you that question, Ted, because you're a little bit older than your wife. And I wonder if it works because, you know, you're in mid-40s, but you have a mid-20-year-old mindset. And your wife is 30, right? Mm -hmm. But she has, has a... 80-year-old mindset. <laughs> well, I was going to say 50. Are you saying 80? I mean, let me tell you something about my wife, is that if she could... Did you ever see that show? It's really old, but uh, Little House on the Prairie. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a modern version of that. The long dresses when you're out and Pa comes by with fresh yeah. eggs. 
That's my wife. So I'm not worried about her outyounging me. You think right. of like she's 17 years younger than me. She's like 31 now. Um, I don't think of her like as, and I never did. Even when we were in, you know, she was in her 20s, and I was 100,000 years old. <laughs> uh, I never thought of her as somebody that was. I was never concerned that I was going to have a hard time keeping up with her because she was going to be out clubbing. Yeah. It's the opposite, right? <laughs> I was worried like, is Jessica going to return her library books on time? Right? Is she going to come in from feeding the squirrels? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there is my life okay. in a nutshell. It's not as exciting as you. You know, you hear about these. Uh, you know, autumn, spring romances or whatever, uh -huh. and you think, what a dirty man. Uh, not really. Well, I, not have, I have friends who I, I believe he's almost 60 and she's like 34, and the older he gets, the younger she is. You know, like he's going up in age, oh, she's yeah. almost like regressing and going backwards, like getting more trendier clothes, driving like smaller, cooler cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My advice to her is the same advice that uh, my wife really pushed for the life insurance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Hello, I'm Tad. We have Drex. Muggy blessings. And Kara. Good morning. It will come without warning. You'll be tuning wrong with your life. Song will come on. Hopefully, it'll come on B98.5. And bam. You're in seventh grade all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, right? Yep. The older the song, the more likely it is to happen, but it does happen. It's like a smell. It just reminds you, and you can't help yourself. Oh, like My the Lady Gaga bad romance and transported back to a nightclub in Memphis where we were not social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was wondering is, is does this work in reverse? Could I give you guys a situation and you pick that perfect song mm -hmm. for that situation? That song that just fits the moment beautifully so beautifully that a, a memory will be carved into your cranium and tad because of your theme for the game is sports related kara's going i mean i'm going to win both of these rounds kara you're done oh you think so yeah. okay. all right we'll let's see, see. i'm going to give you guys the scenario you pick the song for the scenario are we ready i'm ready yeah all right baseball it's uh, been announced that it is actually going to be coming back late July, 60-game mm -hmm. season. So, you know what happens when the baseball players, they walk out to the plate. Yeah. song comes on that gets them pumped up to hit that ball out of the park, right? Mm -hmm. So for you, Kara, what song is playing in the stadium as you walk out to the plate? Well, nothing pumps me up more than Beyonce. actually hear that song playing at Truiest Park. Right? Yeah. Me too. Echoing. We, uh, we call it Truiest. Right. Um, just because it's funnier. Yeah. Um, direct. <laughs> same bad, situation. Kara. Yeah, walking up to the plate and I have a signature move when my song's on too. I stop before I get to the batter's box and I do this drum part. Right there. You should do the David Lee Roth, like, or I'm not sure if it was David Lee Roth or Eddie Van Halen that did, like, that crazy kick. I have a buddy that's, uh, he's 50 now, and he tries that kick, and it's so funny, because every time I see him try it, he gets closer and closer to the emergency room. I'm so top-heavy that if I kick, I'd probably fall over. <laughs> <laughs> Winner of round one goes to Kara. Oh, come Congratulations. on. Congratulations. 
So will Drex be able to make a comeback for round two of Song for the Scenario? Picking, trying to pick the best song to fit the situation. So you guys aren't really baseball players. No. In reality, you're not. So what song will be playing in real life when you walk to the dinner plate, There's Kara? nothing I love more than food. But for some reason, it's always Weird Al. Have some more chicken, have some more pie. It doesn't matter if it's boiled or fried, just eat it. Okay, eat that it, is almost it. too insurmountable. I don't have much hope. I'm sorry, well, Drax. Uh-huh. That was low-hanging fruit. Like, that's the first <gasps> oh, song that would oh, pop in your head. Holy! Because my relationship with food is very emotional. I chose this song. I see spaghetti there. That's I'm it's it's romantic. The winner of Song for the Scenario Round Two, Mr. Dress. Yeah, even I would give it to him. That's what I say to myself all the time. Oh, you're not gonna bring us out? No. Some people wait a lifetime. Okay. Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Hey, Kara and Lilburn. Good morning. Now, you spell your name with a C, right? Yes. So you guys are different. A little. <laughs> I'm a K. Go ahead and kick her out, Kara. Get out of the studio, Kara. See you, Kara. Ha, ha, ha. Good luck. I uh, know. Uh, Let's make sure this never Not happens again. Not confusing at all. Right. We are going to ask you five pop culture trivia questions. If you answer more right than our Kara, you'll win 100 bucks of her money. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. Universal Pictures is looking to reboot Twister. That's a movie about what weather occurrence? Tornado. Number two. A new study says men are twice as likely to break the speed limit as women are. Uh, what's the normal speed limit in neighborhoods? 15. Number three, Alex Trebek has donated $500,000 to help build homeless shelters. True or false, Alex's first name is actually George. True. Number four, mosquitoes are more likely to bite you if you haven't showered in a few days. That's bad news for you, Drex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes. Uh, what's the type of candle people burn to detract mosquitoes? Citronella. Number five, hackers are holding P. Diddy's record label servers hostage for a million dollars. What's the name of that record label? P. Diddy's record label. Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, Just name a record. Bad boy. Bad boy. Okay. Let's bring Kara back in. All How did right. Kara do? Yeah, Kara with a C and Lilburn got four no right. Way. Yeah, well done. Four is the number, Kara with a K. <laughs> okay. Are you ready, Kara with a K? Same I'm questions. Ready. Number one, Universal Pictures is looking to reboot Twister. That's a movie about what weather occurrence? Tornado. That's what Kara with a C said, one to one. Number two, new study said men are twice as likely to break the speed limit as women are. What's the normal speed limit in neighborhoods? 25? That's what we were looking for. Yeah. Two to one. Kara with a K is up. Number three, Ale- I'd never want to get behind you in a neighborhood. Kara <laughs> with a C. Number three, Alex Trebek <laughs> has donated half a million dollars to help build homeless shelters. True or false, Alex's first name is actually George. True? 
That is true. And that's what Kara with a C said. You're up uh, three to two, though. You got to think, why would we ask the right. question if yeah. it was I false? <laughs> Number four, mosquitoes are more likely to bite you if you haven't showered in a few days. What's the type of candle people burn to detract mosquitoes? Oh, the citronella candles. That's what Kara with a C said, but you're still up four to three. Number five, hackers are holding P. Diddy's record label servers hostage for a million dollars. What's the name of that record label? That's what Kara with a C said, but it doesn't matter. Final score of five to four. Kara, are you smarter than Kara? Apparently not. No. <laughs> All right, 806 wins and 28 losses, Kara with a K. Ooh, ooh, sorry, Kara with a C. <laughs> that hasn't gotten annoying yet, but it's about to. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning. Thanks for listening. It's Tad Drex and Kara. Uh, you guys, I knew it was serious when my seven-year-old daughter, Avery, had to cry herself to sleep. Oh. What did you do? <laughs> well, you know, normally when kids kind of have a, an issue or something, they'll fuss about it for a good three to five minutes and it's over. No, right. this lasted the entire night there's a good chance that there's a multicolored teddy bear sitting in seat 13 f on a delta flight right now flying overhead who's lonely and scared Uh oh Oh, no she lost her teddy bear yeah you guys know that my wife and daughter went down for like a little mommy daughter beach trip last weekend and on tuesday they came back and i'm putting my daughter down i hadn't seen her in a couple days so she was excited and i was excited to see her and as i'm getting ready to give her a kiss good night she's like (gasps) Wait, where's Rainbow? So we start searching everywhere. Not in the luggage. It's not in Mommy's car. She's nowhere to be found. Now, this isn't the first time that sweet little Avery has forgotten about Rainbow. Wait. I What happened the last time? Wasn't Drex going to keep Grandma, Rainbow to yeah, uh, teach Rain- a lesson? Rainbow was left at Grandma and Grandpa's house. Right. I, I, you're exactly right. Rainbow was left at Grandma and Grandpa's house. And I had told my parents, I said, don't go back to your house and get rainbow. My daughter needs to learn that she can't just leave her stuff. Well, my grandparent, my parents went back and got her anyways. Oh, she didn't learn her lesson. Yes. Mm. Now she's paying the price. Yeah. Now it's getting worse. She's paying the price, but it is, I mean, she is inconsolable. This was two days ago and it is still a fit. Even last night, crying herself to sleep. Oh, no. So have I don't you, know what to do. Have you done anything? Have you tried to reach out to anybody? I don't even know where to start with this situation. Like, yeah. Are they even like taking lo- lost and found kind yeah. of things with the coronavirus oh, That's a good stuff point. Running around? Carol... Is on the phone. You're a Delta flight attendant. What did you want to say? Uh, that was my first thought that she's going to think that the bear's scared. <laughs> I know Delta does so many good things. I love Delta. I'm such a big Delta fan. I got to imagine you guys have like a like a teddy bear recovery <laughs> center group task force. Oh, no, but I will try to help you. Well, the only thing is we have to move fast because I think they only keep things for two to three days. Okay. Because they get so many items left. However, I don't know with this pandemic if what they do with lost and found things. If you can send me flight numbers, where it came, where the plane mm-hmm. came from. Yep. If you remember a gate even. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm going to work today, and I will go in an hour and a half early and go oh. to Lost and Found and look for Rainbow. You don't have to do all that. that. No, so I will. I will because we have to work fast, and I know that means a lot to her. Yeah, you have to work fast because I imagine Rainbow is getting hungry. What does Rainbow like to eat? 
Uh, what is that's a great question? Could what you tell, just whatever. Well, I know we have Biscoff cookies. Oh, Rambo would love Biscoff cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll do that. I can, I can email you all the information. Of course, because Rambo has been such an integral part of our life, I have multiple pictures of Rainbow in my phone. That, that's what I was thinking. If I can <laughs> see a picture of what what it looks like, and then I'll have all the information because I think they will tag it. Drex mentioned the uh, mentioned that he's got lots of pictures. It's yeah. funny. This morning, I went to have my Cheerios, and Uh-oh. Rainbow's picture was on the milk carton. Yep. Oh, no. Have you seen this bear? (laughs) (laughs) Can we follow up with you tomorrow? And uh, then we'll come up with a... I've already got a plan B. It it involves going to build a bear. (laughs) Build a bear. (laughs) We're on our third beta fish right now. And Sam's... My kid is none the wiser. You know, she would probably figure out it wasn't the same one. Well, Rainbow would Somehow. tell her. If she's, any, if, <laughs> if she's anything like her mom, she's very observant <laughs> and ready yeah. to call me out for my lies. <laughs> B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now thanks for listening. It's Tad, Trex, and Kara. And who do we have here on the phone? Hey, it's Brian Kemp. Hi, Brian Kemp. Thank you so much for calling. Governor Brian Kemp, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious, uh, Jarrett, Lucy, and Amy, your three daughters, I mean, what do they give the governor of the state of Georgia for Father's Day? No kidding. Oh, man. We were just uh, hoping for a quiet weekend for once. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of... uh, disturbing to get the news this morning that we're at the same place we were in april in terms of numbers of cases that it's with younger people maybe not heeding the call to socially distance wear masks wash your hands yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't really use the word disturbing we're in a much better place than we were at our last peak we actually like i mean we don't like that we're seeing new cases obviously and our hospitalizations going up but compared to some other places, we're doing really well. Our positivity rate seems to be holding fairly steady. Our hospitalizations have, have inched up just a little bit. And if people will remember, these are all things that Dr. Toomey and I both said were going to happen when we start reopening Georgia. What is much different, the hospitals are faring much better than they were, even ones where you know we may have a little hot spot going on that, that are very busy. The uh, remdesivir medication is working. The plasma treatments they're doing are working. The severity of the patients they're seeing are not as bad as they were, and they're much younger. Grady put out a note today that their hospitalizations have inched up, but the age group had dropped down. And I think this is really what we need to be talking about right now, is our younger people, even though if they're not medically fragile, they're, they're holding their own against the virus. They may not even know they have it until they get tested. You know, they can spread the disease to a parent, grandparent, a neighbor that may be that medically fragile person. That's what we've got to continue to make them aware of, which is why it's smart. If they're in public to wear a mask, if they're going out to bars, you know, don't congregate right next to somebody. Try to keep your group spread out from other groups. You know, try to go to outside. Amazingly enough, we're not seeing a real uptick from the protest, and we think it's because people were moving. 
and most of them were outside. Now, Governor Kemp, you talk about some other states uh, uh, having issues, and one of them is our neighbor in North Carolina, where I believe the governor there said masks are going to be mandatory. And I got to thinking, like, you know, three months into a pandemic, making masks mandatory, I mean, isn't that like bringing birth control to a baby shower? <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, the, the mask thing is very tough. You know, we have regulations for masks in barbershops and salons, restaurants, which I'd love to get rid of, but I think it's prudent for us to do that right now based on what Dr. Toomey's telling me that we're finding through the contact tracing. But trying to get the general public to do that, first of all, who's going to force it and enforce it? You know, we've got enough policing problems right now trying to keep people from getting shot and getting their property stolen. You know, do we really want our law enforcement people running around writing people tickets for, you know, not wearing a mask or not? I think the public would revolt on that. Mm-hmm. I personally think people need to take individual responsibility. Continuing with Governor Brian Kemp and the big question... So, Governor Kemp, I know everybody was really excited that to hear that baseball is going to be hopefully coming back next month. And they said that each state is going to have to make the call on if fans can be in the stands. So are we going to be able to watch our Bravos at Truist? Well, we've already made that call. A lot of people don't realize that, but I believe it was my last executive order that we put out. We gave uh, major sports franchises and other sports teams and leagues, whether it's professional Baseball, soccer, football, um, you know, college football with the SEC, uh, high schools, uh, you know, as long as they're following the guidance from their league rules, they have got experts that they're working with just like we have at the state. So I'm very confident in them coming up with plans to take care of their folks and what they're going to do with fans, and I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Governor Brian Kemp on the phone. This I have one more item on the agenda. Um, you had uh, mentioned that you're breaking up. You're breaking up. <laughs> you you had mentioned Hello? that you don't <laughs> you don't want the police going around writing people tickets for not wearing a mask, right? So my question is like hypothetically, if somebody had a, a ticket for allegedly driving around with a registration that had lapsed and had a court date in early April, that obviously the courts were closed. So why muck up the courts at that time? Is that something that you could take care of for that person oh just with a phone well, call? you know, it, I, would, I would say that we probably need to add a late fee to that person. Ah. <laughs> We are hurting on revenue, as you know, just down the economy. And I, I think yes. that individual should should pay more to help his local and state government out. And as you know, that money that money for that ticket will go to the local government. If yes. you could just, I, I don't want to have to do Mad Libs with you. If you could just repeat after me, this is Governor Brian Kemp. Please expunge Tad Lemire's ticket. That'll be it. Then we can not let you go. Y'all have a great day. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.